0: Good morning, today is November 16th. It is Tuesday, here's your wake up call on KOPN Columbia 89.5. We're settling into fall weather this week, right now it's about 45 out. We're looking at a high of 75 and a low of about 44 or so today. But stay tuned for more, a full weather report with Jeff Wheeler later on in the next couple minutes. Right now, let's get into some news. We have, courtesy of Allison Kite from the Missouri Independent, Environmental Group demands Spire halt false and defamatory messaging about Pipeline. An environmental organization is demanding that Spire Missouri cease and desist its campaign warning customers of dire consequences this winter if the Spire STL pipeline is shut down. The Environmental Defense Fund, which challenged the pipeline's permit to operate, wrote to Spire on Friday, saying the company's false and defamatory comments had inspired area residents to send profanity-laced threats to the nonprofit. The 65-mile Spire STL pipeline has been operational since 2012, or since 2019, I'm sorry, transporting natural gas from Illinois into Missouri. But its certificate to operate, operate was revoked by a federal appeals court that said Regulars, regulators ignored ev- evidence Spire was self-dealing following a challenge from the Environmental Defense Fund. It is currently operating on a temporary certificate that expires on December 13th. All right, next up, we have also from the Missouri Independent, or sorry, courtesy of AP through the Missouri Independent, Mike Corder is the name of the reporter. COVID cases are rising in Western Europe, nearly two years into a global health crisis that has killed more than 5 million people. Infections are again sweeping across parts of Western Europe, a region with relatively high vaccination rates and good healthcare systems, but where lockdown measures are largely a thing of the past. The World Health Organization said coronavirus deaths rose by 10% in Europe in the past week, and an agency official declared that last week, the continent was, quote, back at the epicenter of the pandemic. Much of that is being driven by spiraling outbreaks in Russia and Eastern Europe, where vaccination rates tend to be lower. But countries in the West, such as Germany and Britain, record some of the highest new case tolls in the world. Now, hopefully here we're going to be speaking with Mandy Hagseth of Missouri Family Health Council. You might remember two weeks ago, Mandy and I spoke about the Supreme Court hearings of the Texas challenges to Roe v. Wade and the uh, national statewide or state-level challenges to Roe v. Wade. Today we are speaking about a way you can get involved with birth control and reproductive health access In the form of the hashtag ThanksBirthControlDay event tomorrow. That is thanks, spelled T H X. Let's see if we can get Mandy up here. Hi, Mandy, are you with us right now? Sorry about that. All right, I'm sorry. Give us just one moment. Hopefully, we can get her on the line. All right, I will go into some news for one second and hopefully we can get Mandy on the line. Another story that I uh, neglected to tell a second ago, but that is also on our docket, is also courtesy of the Missouri Independent by Sean Din Silversmith. Violence against indigenous women is a crisis in the US of report finds. Uh, This is a quote from them saying, Violence against indigenous women in the U.S. is a crisis, but the extent of the problem remains unknown, according to a report released by the U.S. Government Accountability Office. There's no one single database that has all this information, said Greta Goodwin, the director of GAO's Homeland Security and Justice Team. So the full scope of the problem is, we don't know and gathering the data needed to figure out the size of the problem is complicated by a history of police racism and prejudice. This report, published this month, comes two years after more than a dozen members of Congress wrote a letter to the GAO requesting an investigation on missing and murdered Indigenous women um, identified as MMIW in the United States. With no centralized database among the thousands of federal and state tribal entities, there is a limited data on missing and murdered indigenous people. The GAO report identified four major federal databases that included some data on missing and murdered indigenous people. The missing persons data was pulled from the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System. And the National Crime Information Center. The data for murdered individuals comes from the National Violent Death Reporting System and the National Incident-Based Reporting System. For for instance, NAMUS, NAMUS published a report in August stating that there are 734 unresolved missing indigenous people cases from 36 states. All right, Mandy, are you with us now? I'm sorry about that.
1: Oh, it's all good. I'm here. Hello. Good morning.
0: All right. Good morning. Why don't you just give us a pretty quick synopsis of what this Thanks Birth Control Day is that we were talking about?
1: Yes. So tomorrow is Thanks Birth Control Day. And what it is, is an annual celebration and sort of showing of gratitude for all that birth control has done to enhance our lives. It's an annual event hosted by the national organization called Power to Decide, who we at Missouri Family Health Council partner with on several initiatives. And um, what we're going to do tomorrow is take to social media and invite listeners to join the conversation or celebration with us using the hashtag Thanks birth Control, and that's birth control. Um So people share what impact birth control has had on them and why they're thankful for it. And so people can post all day long, but we're having a Twitter storm from 1 to 2 p.m. And um, by joining the tweet storm, people can contribute not just to our state level dialogue, but also to a national one. And um, yeah, we're just really excited about it.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, um, do you think you can talk a little bit more about uh, just briefly kind of the, uh, the impact that that has?
1: Yeah, I mean, we know that 99% of people of reproductive age use some form of contraception in their lifetime, and people across all demographics and political affiliations agree that everyone deserves access to birth control. So this is not controversial. It's basic health care. There's a lot to love about birth control, and telling the world why it matters, especially here in Missouri, is more important than ever.
0: All right, yeah, that's great. Do you think, you know, I mean, in some level, we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago about the um, the, um, the Texas, like, you know, Supreme Court hearing those Texas abortion things. Do you think this is a way to make certain individuals who are maybe not enfranchised and maybe not on, on the level of those conversations have a little bit of power over telling their own story?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, you know, it's just really important to personalize these issues and let... Um, you know, lawmakers and judges alike know that these are real issues that affect, affect real people's lives every day. And so I think you're completely correct on that.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Mandy. We'll speak to her again in two weeks. Now let us hear from Jeff Wheeler, giving us a weather report for the coming week. Good
1: morning from the Watcher of the Skies Weather Observation Station in west-central Columbia. Here's your official National Weather Service forecast for this week. Mostly sunny today, a beautiful day with a high near 74. Tonight, a 20% chance of rain after 5 a.m., partly cloudy with a low of 53. Rain likely on Wednesday, mainly before noon. Cloudy with a temperature falling to around 47 by 5 p.m. The chance of rain on Wednesday is...
0: Oops, looks like we lost that. Again, I apologize for some of the technical difficulties we're facing. But that is about time for what we have today. So why don't we find out what's coming up next? Um at six PM we have Evening Edition hosted by Laura Wacker on KOPN. Dan Veets will be on at seven for Sex, Drugs and Civil Liberties. For the KOPN Wake Up Call News Team, I'm Samir Knox. We got producer, general manager Sarah Catlin around and in- uh, Dylan over here too Producer Dylan And up next we have Democracy Now Thanks for tuning in And stay on for the rest of KOPN Columbia's programming today um, Here's Amy Goodman coming up soon
1: KOPN Columbia